St. Kateri, Tekawitha. She lived in the mid-1600s. She was a Mohawk Indian. She embraced Catholicism from the black robes, the Jesuits, Jesuit missionaries that came. Her tribe persecuted her endlessly because she embraced Catholicism. So she fled 200 miles to Montreal. And she lived in a uh, Catholic community of Indians over there. She prayed, fasted endlessly for the conversion of the Mohawk people. She only lived to be 24 years old. She was only a Catholic for like five years before she died. St. Kateri, Tekawitha. Our Gospels, three verses from Matthew 11. Jesus says, Come to me, all you that labor and are burdened, and I will refresh you. You need refreshed? Go to Jesus in the tabernacle. Take up my yoke upon you and learn of me, because I am meek and humble of heart. And you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is sweet and my burden is light. Again, go to the tabernacle. Get refreshed. Open up your Bible and your catechisms. Get refreshed. Like he says, learn of me. Sit at his feet in the Holy Eucharist. When we open up our Bibles and our catechisms, there's truth coming off of those pages into us. That's not just stuff. That's Jesus himself. The second person of the Blessed Trinity is truth. Remember when he said, I am the way, I am the truth. So go to the tabernacle. His body and his blood will refresh you. Open up your Bibles and your catechism. His word will refresh you. St. Pius X is going to teach us the seventh commandment today. Seventh commandment is, Thou shalt not steal. He asks, What does this commandment forbid? It forbids all unjust taking, all unjust keeping of what belongs to another, and also every other way of wronging our neighbor in his property. What is meant by stealing? It means taking another's goods unjustly and against the owner's will. That is to say, when he has every reason and right to be unwilling to be deprived of them. Why is it forbidden to steal? Because a sin is committed against justice, and an injury is done to another by taking or keeping against his right and will that which belongs to him. What is meant by another's goods? Everything that belongs to him, everything of which he has the ownership, or the use, or the custody. In how many ways can another's goods be unjustly taken? He says two ways, by theft and robbery. Huh, there's a difference between theft and robbery. Theft is taking another's goods secretly. Hey, you sneak into his garage and take his stuff. And robbery is committed by taking another's goods openly and with violence. It's when you pull the gun out and say, give me your stuff. In what cases may another's goods be taken without sin? When the owner cons consents or even when he unjustly refuses 
Thus one in extreme necessity may take another's goods without sin, provided that he takes only so much as is absolutely necessary to relieve the pressing and extreme need. Okay, for example, you're driving down the road and you see somebody in a snowbank stuck, okay? And uh, the house right across the street there has got a shovel out there. Well, what do you do? You grab the shovel and dig the guy out, okay? You didn't steal the shovel. You're just using it for an emergency. Is it only by theft and robbery that another can be injured in this property? No, he can also be injured by fraud, usury, and any other act of injustice directed against his good. I was going to go over fraud and usury. What is fraud? Fraud is committed in trade by deceiving another by false weight, measure, and money, or by bad goods, by falsifying writings and documents, in short, by deceit in buying and selling, or in contracts in general, as well as by refusing to pay what is just and agreed upon. So you got a bicycle you're going to sell, but you know you pump up the tire and three hours later it goes flat. Well, you got to tell that to the guy that's buying the bike. Usury. How is usury committed? Usury is committed by exacting, without just title, an unlawful interest for money lent, thus taking an unfair advantage of another's need or ignorance. Usury is basically ripping people off because they're ignorant or because they have a great need. What other sorts of injustice may be committed with regard to another's goods? By unjustly causing him to lose what he has, by injuring him in his possessions, by not working as in duty bound, by maliciously refusing to pay debts or wages due, by wounding or killing his livestock, by damaging property held in custody, by preventing another from making just gains, by aiding thieves, by receiving, concealing, or buying stolen goods. Is it a grave sin to steal? It is a grave sin against justice when the matter is grave. For it is most in, for it is most important for the good of individuals and of families and of society that each one's right to his property should be respected. And remind that to your local neighborhood socialist. When is stolen matter grave? When that which is taken is considerable, as also when serious loss is inflicted upon another by taking that which in itself is of little value. What does the seventh commandment command? It commands us to respect the property of others, to give the laborer fair wages, to observe justice in all that concerns what belongs to others. It is enough for one who has sinned against the seventh commandment to confess his sin. It's not enough just to confess the sin. You must also do your best to restore what belongs to others and to repair the loss he has caused. What is meant by repairing the losses caused? It means the compensation which must be made to another for the goods or 
profits lost owing to the theft or other acts of injustice committed to his determent. Two more. To whom must stolen property be restored? To him from whom it has been stolen, or to his heirs if he is dead, or if this is really impossible, the value of it should be devoted to the poor or to some charity. Final question says, what should one do who finds something of great value? He should diligently seek the owner and faithfully restore it to him.